is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking booze no, and me. smoking I'm, not weed. Me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay off shopping with Jake and Tyler. Still holds up after all these years. Oh, yeah. Episode one. Oh, seven. I'm Jake. That's Tyler. Hi. The man that just uh, screeched at us. We get actually surprisingly have a pretty um, good screeching. Oh, yeah, good screeching. That's surprisingly good screecher. Uh, no, I just I was surprised at all the news we had this week. Yeah. It was a pretty solid week. I had to actually make some changes, um, to the rundown. But uh, so no of uh, the Robocop Palooza and none of that stuff. Son but, of a bitch. But I will say. Oh, you know what? We also can't do uh, what's in my mouth, really. You forgot again, didn't you? No, it's all in my car. Oh, I mean, we could do it. Okay. If you want. Uh, I, it's a couple of different Cheetos flavors that I haven't tried yet. The uh, Reaper. And oh, the uh, that sounds um, like it's gonna habanero burn my bee hole. Well, we're talking like one each, one Cheeto each. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about let's eat the bag. Why not? What's stopping I, us? I genuinely care for Our and health? like to take care of my bee hole. <laughs> That's true. You you never want to live life with a rough bee hole. No, I feel like there's there's you just know? some things because you want a bee hole so nice that someone would look at you and say. I'll eat your ass. You know, it's really funny, and it just shows you that um, you can't ever win with this stuff, with technology, especially audio production. Uh, I could, We couldn't hear the sounds from the soundboard, but they were playing. I, so the eat your ass joke worked. There's been a bunch of times. But regardless, it's all fixed. Episode 107. You'd think after 106 episodes, we'd have it down, but here we are. Well, anyway. Somebody had to go and take the show on the road. You know, I, I don't. I like doing the. You know, you should put tape, like, you know. I like doing the. Uh, press this button. I like doing the road shows. But you learned but, a bunch of stuff when we were paused while you figured that out. You learned you know a couple it, of things. You know what it is? Too. It's usually the thing of like you just it's Occam's razor. It's literally just a button press, and that's what happened. We fixed it. Board uh, is working now. Interesting story. I worked in uh, cable for a while, and they trained us for like eight weeks. Yeah, and they're like, okay, you know, just remember one of the big things that they instilled in us. Hey, don't be afraid to ask if their fucking TV is on. <laughs> and they played oh. us. They played us this call from somebody, and this person literally is working with this other with this with this customer for like 10 minutes and at the end of it she like it's basically like hey um i actually haven't turned on my tv it's been off this whole time and like it's just like you know what else? Sometimes that is. You know what the s- simplest solutions are? Is just rebooting stuff. Great example, and we'll get. Well, this Restarting is starting your you, phone. By the way, stop so, hitting your. Yeah. Is that really loud? Yeah, I was popping. Sorry. Uh no. Uh yeah. It's, Sorry this is about just, my head. This is just the old man podcast now. Um, I was giving the. Uh, but you know, fun, head. Funny example. Um, uh, my other DC dude, the DC duo, Luke and I. 
uh, for Drawn to DC, we want to do a special episode where we review the video game Gotham Knights. It, we were playing it the other night. Literally last night we were playing, and my internet just went out. And I went upstairs, and I literally just unplugged the router and plugged it back in. You know how many times I've fixed my internet problems by just resetting my router? Yes. <laughs> And or like just resetting well, your or just like on just your phone like an app just restarting it. Have you ever been like at home and then for like a split second the power cuts out, the lights flicker? Yeah, right. Like and it, then it just cuts for a second. Right, and that fucks up a router, dude. Holy shit! At least my router it did that the other night. It was about five minutes or so, and it's just flashing blue. And you're like, should I do anything to it? Mm-hmm. No, you just gotta wait till it gotta figures it out. Wave, you just gotta bro. ride that blue wave yeah. to the light of day. All right, let's get into let's get into the topic. So See? last week we were a little light on news. Today we got a good amount of news. Uh, so first thing we want to talk about is the Marvel visual effects mm. union vote. We've so, touched on this. A yeah. Lot. So Marvel VFX artists have voted to unionize. Yeah, this is a big deal, and we talked about it because uh, I remember you were texting me about it when we were coming up for the news for the show and you're like, this is a good thing, right? And I was like, yeah, dude, absolutely. You and I have been talking for weeks about how and animators need to be next. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should unionize. They've never situation. been unionized. And like almost Which everything else in Hollywood is unionized. Because you think about this. <laughs> when we talk about box office, box office numbers and we, uh, funny enough, we will with uh, Barbie. Yeah, their, we their will. Milestone. Um, but you look at this year, Animation has been fucking carrying the box office this year. Mario made a whole bunch of money. Spider Verse made a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's another one uh, that came out this year that's made that made a ton of money too. I can't think of it. There's a, there was another one, but like you're oh fucking TMNT made a bunch. It, it came in second to Barbie, but had a pretty solid weekend, and that's animated. I do need to want I do want to go out and see that. But they've also well, my point is made it a point. Seth Rogen produced it, I think, right? Yeah, him and he, uh, Evan Goldstein. They made it a point to say like we made sure that we didn't overwork our animators, and they they put out a a, a press release about yeah. like how you know. So uh, the working conditions that their animators were under, which were way better. Which again, I'm surprised it took like eight hour days. It took this long. It's not surprising that it's happening, especially with the news coming out about how they are treated. Um, but this is not necessarily talking about the third parties that uh, Marvel's been using. So, visual effects crews at Marvel Studios filed uh, this past Monday. Bankruptcy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they filed this past Monday, which would be August seventh. Uh, um, for a unionization election with the National Labor Relations Board, according to the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. The labor organization said that Marvel's more than 50 worker crew and signed authorization cards indicating, uh, yeah, indicating that they wished to be presented by the union. Uh, represented. Or represented by the union, yeah. Um, good yeah. own name. Good. Good. We, we, I can't stress that enough. Hello, mate. That, um... You know, we we talked about it with the UPS thing, with the UPS strike. Because, you know, funny enough, we, I was with some friends. I was with, you funnily know. Enough. Funnily enough. Funnily <laughs> <laughs> um, enough. I was uh, hanging out with Luke on his birthday. And we were talking about this. And it's uh, we talked about the UPS strike. Because we were talking about, you know, 
WGA and SAG after it, and then we talked about the UPS one, and I think we talked about it last week. And I said to him, I'm I, like, I, I smoke outside at my apartment complex with a guy who works for UPS. I think I don't know if I told you about on the show. We talked about it, yeah. I don't I know think if I we told you off the air. But he said, yeah, we got eight hundred million out of them. I can't remember what it was. Something but like that. Yeah, number. they took a big chunk, and and they had it the whole time. That's what I'm saying. That that that's what happened in the conversation. We, I, I literally said the same thing. I said, "Wow, magically they just had eight hundred million dollars lying around." Because they had it the whole time, and you've seen the numbers about like what Netflix and and Disney and all they all that they're asking yeah. for. It's like point zero 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 one three percent. Yeah. Of like their net worth or some shit, like nothing. It's nothing to them. It's pocket Wait, change. Wage theft is a huge deal, Holy and that's why these shit. these companies are uh, unionizing. But again, um, this is. I do think it's worth noting that this isn't the third parties that Marvel has been working with recently. This no. is in house Marvel Studios, but it's a uh, good first effects. step, though. Yeah, uh, visual effects artists. Uh, it's a good first domino. Yeah, these are uh, visual effects pros employed directly by Marvel and generally work in Atlanta, Los Angeles, and New York. It doesn't include the work of thousands of visual effects artists that work on Marvel movies through third-party studios. Uh, Marvel has not yet voluntarily recognized the union effort. Um, I don't see a reason why Marvel won't, just because of the unbelievably bad press Disney has been giving oh, yeah. during these other strikes, and oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. I think they need. Are we going to gonna talk about Warner Brothers? Oh yeah, fuck David Zaslav. I want to be very fucking clear, and I really want people. I was to, just about to say, but I Ty- figured Tyler, you had I really, I really want to say this. I don't think I've said this enough. I love I, you too. I don't ever in my lifetime. Yeah at all expect to work for Disney or Marvel or Warner Brothers or DC, no. any of that shit. So I can comfortably say, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Seriously, guys, go fuck yourselves. Because he was bragging about not paying people. Like he was, Yeah, how much money they've saved by delaying movies. Here's a fun fact for you. David Zaslav doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Because you know what he did? He took over HBO Max. He took over the most... HBO, one of the most recognizable brands in, in entertainment, and just gutted it. Takes all this content off the app, cuts off HBO off its name, and calls it Max. You know that 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 has. Oh, lo- there's an HBO hub though. You know that this whole Max adventure, the streaming adventure that they've been doing, has cost them a billion dollars. You want to know why? Oh, my, mine still doesn't fucking remi- work right. But remember, but Holy remember, fuck. David Zaslav was going to come in and fix everything. And then to go and brag about not having to pay people, and you're glad that they're on strike. Let me guess. And again, I bet you was not an entertainment I, guy. I bet I he's could, a businessman. I would put money down saying that Zaslav was the unnamed executive that said they wanted to make fucking people homeless. Wouldn't doubt it for a second. This dude is a piece of shit. And you know what the best part about it was? Seeing him do a commencement speech and the students chanting "Pay your writers," because he is an uncreative piece of shit. And I, I go fuck him. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You, Bob Iger, especially you too, Bob Iger, oh, yeah. makes thousands of dollars a minute and says, "Oh, it's disturbing what they're asking." Like these people are just trying to get fucking health care hey, while you hey, bathe Bob. in a hundred dollar bills. Hey, babe. Uh, Bob. Babe. Hey, 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 babe. No, Bob. Um, all you have to do is give up like thirty minutes of your daily pay. 
and that would take care of everything that they want. Like seriously, greed is. That's how much fucking money really, you make, you it, piece of shit. It really boils and down you fucking, to you're so greedy that I think we've talked about this on the uh, podcast before. There's that thing like it's amazing how much ten thousand dollars would change somebody's life. You know, like in an instant. Oh, yeah. Like how many people that would change. But like rich old assholes are like spending like $10,000 like on a bottle of wine. Yeah. On, yeah. Or like a hotel room for one night. It's like, go fuck yourself. And this go is, fuck yourself. This is why. This... And you know what? Go fuck the people. Actually, no. I, I do actually praise the people who are gutting the, the rich people with $10,000 a night hotel stays. Good <laughs> on you. Uh, I do want to point out like. It's important that these guys unionize because that's what a lot of this fight is about. It's and this is the common misconception. These strikes are not about Brad Pitt or fucking or uh, Robert Downey Jr. or some big name actor. It's not about them. It's about the people that are, you know, making barely twenty. If they're lucky, not even twenty five thousand a year. Like these people are. Not big name actors that make millions of dollars on a movie, and it's 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 people like these visual effects artists that are a part of the crew that are the behind the scenes guy the guys that make this shit run. Yeah, because I got news for you: you some of your favorite lines from actors, most of them are written. Yep, and you should pay those people. <laughs> you, you know, you and know, the, it's, it's, Hey, can I tell you um, a, a really uh, a clickbait baity article uh, topic is famous uh, moments in movies that were ad libbed, right? You know, it's one of those like tabula or whatever the fucking thing. Yeah. Those eight stories that appear on the bottom of every fucking goddamn website <laughs> ever. Those, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or Buzzfeed ad feed, whatever. Um, those clickbaity slides. Yeah, but one of you know one of them is always like this person works at you know uh, a lister in Hollywood ten years ago. Now they're a fucking grocery you know whatever, and it's always you know who it always is. Hmm. Oh, I can't remember her name. I'll remember it. Uh, but it's always this one actress from the nineties, uh, and she's actually working still, which is funny. Anyway, um, but they always say like famous moments in movies or TV that were ad libbed, and it's it's a interesting article because. Everybody knows that that doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. <clears throat> because most actors are not writing shit. Now, really good actors who really get into their character can help write yeah. for the character. There's a lot of good they actors, can suggest writers, stuff. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm yeah. It, it's it's not. There's not a lot of and there's a, yes. There's a lot of writing on set, but it's like again. All that was there started with a writer. It started- Wasn't it John Cassavetes? Uh, Cassavetes? <laughs> I don't, I don't who, uh, know. He pioneered the uh, whole... Go Keep going. No, but he pioneered the whole thing uh, of... I think he worked with Sidney Poitier a lot. But I he like pi- how you said keep going and then you just kept going. He pioneered, <laughs> well, I can talk with him. He pioneered... I can, he, I can um, walk and chew bubble gum. Um, anyway, what I was getting to... Keep going. Is I, I, think, I think the reason that these studios are hesitant to this is because unions are very strict about things and unions, uh, you know, I've talked with someone that works on TV and movie projects. Like he helps build sets and he talked about being in a union and he talks about, he talked about how, uh, how great it was and how they were very strict on the amount of hours they could do or how many, you know, they didn't make sure that these guys weren't overworked. And I think Marvel has 
the reason they're unionizing is because Marvel had is, has been exploiting that. We found out this past year how much they've exploiting the fact that, like, oh, they're not in a union, so we can exploit them and overwork them as much as we want. Right. Because there's not, you know, a Teamster, like, breathing down our neck being like, hey. You can't. These are the, this, well, this is the hours they get these weekends, right. uh, you know, yep. whatever. Oh, yeah. And, no, 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 but, yeah. Yeah, it's important to have these unions. As, again, someone, talking to someone who works um, you know, in the entertainment industry, as someone who builds sets, mm. like he talked about it a lot, uh, how good the union has been. And you know what else? I think that's good all around because now it's going to start forcing these people right. by by paying the writers more, mm. by paying the actors more, well, or pay, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and by paying these un- these uh, artists more. All mm. these things unionizing and forcing these guys. You know what that means? It means they're going to have to take time. So that means these movies are going to be better because we're not cramming all this shit in last minute looking at you, phase four of the MCU. Also, (laughs) um, yeah, you're you're talking about uh, whatever, but um, every one of your projects ends with a gigantic CGI-fueled fucking battle. You know, so I mean, this is huge that they that they've unionized and everything, but or trying to at least, uh, yeah, or they're trying to, or they voted to uh, try to. But I mean, go go read some stories about like the uh, the old days in Hollywood. The uh, oh, I can't remember what the what they were called, but basically, um, it was contract. I think they called them the contract years because these actors would be under contract to like these movie studios, and they treated them like shit. Go read about Judy Garland, motherfuckers. Go read about that shit. <laughs> that shit was awful. If they didn't have SAG-AFTRA and the WGA, that shit would still be fucking going also, on. Also, uh, SAG mm-hmm. w- was such... Uh, I talk about... I, I, I'm not... I promise you I'm not trying to shoehorn Jesse Ventura into this. <laughs> no, but... The, no, but we should. There's a, we should try to fucking shoehorn <laughs> Jesse Ventura into everything. Tyler, Tyler, I promise you, I'm making a point. Okay, Jesse, when he worked on uh, Predator, yes, he got sad. He got a sad card, you know, and he loved it so much. He came back to the WWF. So, you loved it so and much, I, and I looked him all in the eyes. This was right before WrestleMania two, and I said, "Hey, guys." I was I just joined the Screen Actors Guild, and I gotta tell you, unions are the shit, man. And uh, we should do one. He even <laughs> suggested this. He goes, we should do a work stoppage. Keep in mind, this is WrestleMania we're talking about. But that's like that's what I'm saying is that that these unions that have treated these these workers so well they're at a point where like they're like jesse ventura himself was like i should pitch this to other people and we should do this more and again i think good will come out of this i think only good will come out of paying people and letting them have time off i think too long in this country we have exploited uh, we have been exploited as workers by working crazy hours working holidays when we shouldn't and we should have time off like I hate to tell you guys, I don't believe that people should work to live. What? Crazy. Yes, you should have a wage and you should, you know, and you should have a job, but I'm not saying that you need to work yourself to the bone for some corporation. I got I got thrown out of somewhere for uh stating that uh uh, opinion of mine that we have enough food to clothe, feed, and shelter every fucking human being on the planet, no no exceptions. Yeah. And uh ended up uh turning into an argument where I got thrown out of the house. Uh not really. I guess I left. You took yourself out of the situation. True, but regardless, yeah, let's, let's you know what? There's only I, left. There's only good. I, I didn't. I didn't have to go. I wasn't like 
get out of here. Yeah. You know, there never was that. Yeah. Not like that guy listens to this anyway, so. Moving on. Moving down from the world and back to comic books and stuff. Barbie. Yeah. We're talking about it again. Talking because we're a bunch of uh, woke chuckle fucks. Yeah, so oh, funny story. Uh, the uh, latest Melanie Mac video is getting a lot of traction. Uh, talking about Tanya from Mortal Kombat One, that whole thing. Uh, I did. I've been looking at the comments. I haven't been really responding to them. But one of my favorite responses was like, first the comment is like, "What's up with this? Whatever." And then as like, "What's going on?" And then as the they've watched the video, it just says, "No, you're an SJ, assuming SJW." So never mind. And I just thought that was funny of like, "What's this all about?" And then watches the video and goes, "Oh, he's a cuck." <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. That's what I love about YouTube is this the re, like one minute you're looking at a really nice comment and the next minute is like fucking eat shit and die. You know, before before we move on, uh, I I just I want to make a point here. Um, the internet has really made it possible for humans to be like their most awful and get away with it yeah. like constantly. Um, let me go ahead and give you a couple examples. Uh, I I do a fantasy football show and so I've been mock drafting a lot. And you you can do it with live people, right? Yeah. Um, and you do it, and and you see these names that these people come up with, and holy shit, these guys think you know. These guys are like fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah. And it's just like, so one of them, uh, I I have mixed feelings about Adrian Peterson Vikings, um, yeah. because of you know whatever. But this guy called himself Adrian Peterson, which Oof. straight up. Objectively create create creativity. Got to give it a plus there. That, I mean, I wouldn't have thought of that, you know. But as a moral like thing, that's really really shitty, and 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 that's not funny actually. Um, again, like just straight up, like wow, that's uh, I never would have thought of that. Mainly because I'm not an awful fucking human being. Yeah. But you know what? Good on you. But then here's my favorite, and this just cracks me up because there's like a million guys like this. In, like, the state of Iowa alone. <clears throat> this other guy was Ligon li on D's Nuts. Wow. Or something along those lines. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, no, it was D's Nuts in your in your mouth. <laughs> and and, and you know that this guy was like, you know, what, what's, your, what's your team name? You know? And this is a... Mind you, this is a mock draft. This isn't real, real, and maybe that's why they put these silly names. But you know, this guy is sitting there going, "Oh, what should my team name be?" Fucking, I don't know, man. Oh, I got it. D's nuts in your mouth. Nailed it. You know, just like just absolute just, you know, mom, banger, mom, dude. Bring me a soda, cause I just killed the internet, dude. Like, what just, happened, honey? You said so, some pop tarts. I'm so proud of you. I want some fucking pop tarts too. You know, and you're just like. Ugh. And most of the people that comment on our videos would never actually say any of this shit no. in public. No. But because well, they, they might. Well, you're right. Depending on uh, how much of a following they have on YouTube or yeah. how much they're trying to get, they might. But mostly, no. They're just fucking, you know, being trolls and shit. They just go out in public and they're like, you know what I mean? Do it again. That was bullshit. It wasn't loud enough. I want to fucking hear that again. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Still not loud enough. Oh, uh, crank that shit. Ooh, yeah, ooh, 
get that. No, oh, okay. Drink it up. Drink it. it. So we're talking Drink about uh, Barbie again because we are SJWs. Because um, it, honestly, it's uh, hit some big milestones. Uh, uh, most importantly, it's crossed a billion dollars this past Ooh. weekend. Yeah. How do you explain that one? I don't know. Maybe because uh, people are talking about it. People, I think a lot of people like it. Uh, but you know, I could be wrong. But, I think uh, I think a lot of it is mostly good reaction. I know it. you're. I know I'm going to be blasted. Uh, the shit get get blasted. Well, I know. I pretty much know some, the whole movie for some hyperbole. I don't. I've been avoiding spoilers because I, I kind of really, want to see it. I mean, I'll watch it, but it, we should go see it. Hey, here, no, I'm I, not going to see it I'm in the theater. Get, yeah, I'm going to get blasted by uh, for hyperbole in this, but this could go down as one of those movies that like shifts the cultural like. I, I am worried about that viewpoint. I'm worried about that, not because of the messaging or the feminism or whatever. Uh, I'm worried because of how Mattel is approaching it and being like, well, you like this? Let's do a shared universe. And it's like, guys, not everything needs to be a shared universe. You can just make a good Barbie. Gerwig was like, "Um, miss me with that shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We want a Barbie sequel. You ain't fucking getting it from me. I don't know, man. I think everybody's got a price, you know. That's what Ted well, DiBiase no, no. told me. Here, here, I'll, I'll be fair in this. If I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that Greta Gerwig is the kind of artist and Margot Robbie and and who helped produce it, right? Mm-hmm. So she's just as big in this too. Her and her husband, their production. Company. Right there, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, didn't Gosling too or no? Oh, did I tell you how much money this made? One million dollars, bitch. Billion. Uh, day. Bill- uh, day. Sorry, sorry. One billion dollars, bitch. That was terrible. One billion dollars. And you know what they said to the box office? I'll drink your blood. So (laughs) I'm willing to bet she's the type who's like, listen, we'll do it if there's a good enough story. Also, and we can come up with a reason to do. She doesn't give a fuck. I mean, the money, she'll take it, of course. Greta, but Greta, also, well, Greta Gerwig's going to have so much job security now because oh, yeah. she's the only female director to have a billion dollar movie. It, it's wild. So I, I, I think that she's going to, well, I think she already had a lot of uh, job security because she is uh, kind of viewed as like an auteur uh, she director. Good, she she's makes, makes very movies. critically acclaimed movies. I don't think I've ever actually watched uh, a movie she's Maybe done. Either. I've never seen uh, Ladybug or um, Little Women. But Me neither. Will you stop it? What are Me you doing? Neither. Are you doing exercises well, right my now? My fucking shoulders are hurting right now. I'm real stressed out. Uh, oh. Stressed out about all these right-wing well, douchebags. Let's chill it out. No. Atlas. Chill it out, Atlas. No, okay. Um, also worth <laughs> noting, it. Uh, I believe it was number one this past weekend in the box office. Beating Mutant Mayhem. Oh, did you did you hear the discourse? I thought I farted the face you just made. You were like, "Oh, did you see the discourse oh. about the rumor?" Because bounding into comics, uh, great website, uh, like ran with this whole like rumor that uh, Splinter's gay in the movie, um, and that's not true. That was a made up rumor, and so that spread like wildfire. That's cool. And then it didn't work. No, I mean, like the gr- the grift for them didn't work because <laughs> Splinter's not gay. Yeah. So then they just pivoted back to, well, yeah, but April yeah, O'Neil but... is still fat and ugly. <laughs> and original. they won't say this one out loud. Well, some of them will. Black. Like they're gonna complain that she's black. Like it's just it is what it is. 
Um, but yeah, shout out to Barbie getting a billion dollars. You know who's really looking silly right now? Uh, Benny Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Benny Shaps. Uh, uh, remember what he said mm-hmm. after during his forty-three minute <laughs> Barbie review. Let's hear it. Week one, this thing is going to clean up at the domestic box office. My prediction is going to just absolutely fall off a cliff after that. The repeat business on this movie is going to be non-existent because it was written by two people who are so smug and self-satisfied, and Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, that they have no audience. Yeah. Okay. Made a billion dollars, Ben. It just, to me, it just continues to prove that this shit is all a grift. You know? Like, he kind of oh, was... Yeah. Well, it's it, it just like, that's the only validation I well, can get. The only thing I could get out of this. Ben Shapiro's predicting? That's, that's well, the problem in I, our society. There's a lot of people who give a shit what Ben Shapiro predicts. And it's 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 people you wouldn't think of. Sorry, it really, we had a glitch there. What the fuck? Hey. It, it, it really is people you wouldn't predict, man. Just, I, I'm not saying, like... Hey, you might be living with a scroll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going that far. Okay, just just chill out. Red but, scare. Red scare. Secret. No, but it's the green scare. Um, no, but I I think you know obviously not at work. You know, don't get fired. But your friends and family and stuff like that, like, start having these conversations because you would be surprised, like, what kind of batshit crazy fucking. Uh, conspiracy theories you're like you know cousin has or something yeah i mean i'm not saying anything about my friends and family because i only associate and am related to people who aren't complete yeah only the best people only the best you know who needs to take away you know whose twitter needs to get taken away who that guy Cheeky Watiti. Yep. <laughs> that is exactly who I was Tired talking of that about. shit. <laughs> With the I look at him and all he says is Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, his movies just sound like I'll buy the, the pew 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 quip pew what is it? Pew pew quip pew pew quip. That's all his movies sound yeah, like. Yeah, pretty much. Over and over again yeah. for two hours. Ninety minutes. Yeah. And I said, you know what? God speaks, Spider Man. So man. let's move on. Pizza time. Wow. Uh, moving on. Speaking of pizza time, pizza time. Let's Ooh. talk about uh some <laughs> some uh weird news. Let's go with that. So, David Ayer, Ayer, David Ayer, the uh, I think it's Ayer, director of 2016's Suicide Squad, yes. has been stirring up some interesting rumors. Really about the Ayer cut, and then kind of like. Realizing he overstepped and was like, "Well, I can't really say that." So here's what happened: uh, he was he was sharing like um, uh, concept art or just unused things that they had, um, like behind the scenes pictures on social media. Yeah, <clears throat> it sounded. Ugh. I don't think he was allowed to do with. Oh, because of with the strike. Because for oh, recently, if there's one thing I'm going to complain about, it's the strike not being not allowing them to talk about past projects. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I you feel. You should be able to make some money, but I mean, you could like you could still do like cons, but you can only do like signings and stuff. You can't uh, really do panels because you can't talk about previous work, and you you can't talk about future projects. I don't know, but sucks. anyway, I don't. I, hey man, Bells. hey hey man, st- yeah. strikes they suck. You know, I can't tell what uh, people sucks don't want to go on those strike. rules or my singing. All right, wow. 
So anyway, uh, Dave and I decided to go, I think it was on Instagram, mm. uh, and say the following. Quote, there's a genuine curiosity and interest from a lot of people. Uh, oh, sorry. No. This this response, this quote, I have them backwards. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, the, recently people have been talking about so it's the Ayer cut, after, especially started after the Snyder cut. It's still been going around for a while. Uh, Ayer did respond to someone in the past mm. with a negative comment, and he said, there's a genuine curiosity and interest from a lot of people, and I'm aware of there is another group of people that have fun mocking the film. Your comment is a perfect example of how many are magnetically drawn to the discussion to the 2016 film in a negative negative way. Have you ever had an experience? This is where it's like, okay, I can level with him because this is, you need to also remember these are human beings making this shit. Uh, have you ever had an experience in life that uh, didn't until... This is how he wrote it. Have you ever had an experience in life that didn't until the didn't end the way that you wanted? I'm assuming is what he's trying to say. That dragged you, that made you rethink everything? I have. And all I know is my unseen film plays better than the studio release. The interest in my cut being shown seems real and organic, and Gunn told me it would have would have its time to be shared. He he absolutely deserves to launch his DC universe without more drama about old projects in a way I'm chained to this thing. I'm riding a tiger here and navigating the situation the best I can. Life is a very strange journey. Okay. So I, there's a lot to unpack. I think he's got a point because the studio version sucks. (laughs) Not a good movie. And you can definitely tell there was some serious changes to his cut. Cause I, I don't, I heard the rumor that the people that cut the like well, Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. Make sense. Well, the guys that cut together that Bohemian Rhapsody trailer like, got people really excited. I heard a rumor that Warner Brothers had them go in and put the final cut to the movie. Ew. I don't know if that's so true. 30 I, second I, movie trailer <laughs> guys, m- music video guys, cut a basically. Whole two, in some change That's movie. not smart. Two hours and some change. I wouldn't know how to do that. Again, I don't know if that rumor's true or not. No, listen, you give me a three-minute music video, I'll kick your ass. But the more you think about I mean, it, the I'll more kick its ass. The more you think about it, the more it makes sense. I'll because that movie looks like it was edited by someone that was like told we need to market this thing to hot topic as much as possible. And I think that I would buy the rumor that those editors edited this movie. Absolutely. Because there's no third fucking act. Did they also do the Fantastic Four reshoots? Probably. The Josh Trank? Probably. Jesus. So, I look, I am not doubting him when he says that his version is better. No. Now, I think... He's made some good stuff, hasn't he? What else he done? People like uh, Fury, I haven't seen that. He also did... Fury uh, was great. I think he did End of Watch with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the dude from Ant-Man, uh, Michael uh, Pena. Levi. Michael Pena. Levi. Yeah. I'm done with the bit. All right. Fucking move on. But I also have this... I, I feel two minds about it. I don't really care <laughs> to see another version of that movie. Will you stop? Because... Honestly, I don't fucking care about the DCEU anymore. I or really me. don't. And I I just don't think, like, I, I would be fine. I don't really want to care. I don't care. That movie, it is what it is. And I'm sure he makes As a better it, cut. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But there's also that side of me. It's like, just cut me off. Let me finish my thought. Because there's another side of me that says, hey, 
I think his story should be told. I don't see a problem with that. I supported the Snyder Cut because I'm like, great. He gets to see his vision realized. Uh, I you know what I mean? kind of cool. But, uh, but what do you think about all this? Well, first of all, just, God, just rude. Um, it's because every time I try and finish, you sidetrack me. It's like we're off topic. We're just just trying to cry over here, but you're just telling me to shut up. Um, no, your tears mean here, nothing here, to me. As a as a as a curiosity, like um, uh, that's right, not right. How, that's not how I felt about the Snyder cut. Yeah, I mean, I was genuinely interested in the Snyder cut because it was like this is cool, and I, and li- I liked the I Snyder liked cut. it. Oh, yeah, we I both mean, did. It was long. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I didn't what? like all of it. No, like there's some things I would have. There was a lot of cool stuff that was like, yeah, I wish they would have included this in the in the movie. Yeah, Um, not the just Justice League, Joss Whedon cut. Also, um, don't care enough, like you said, about the Suicide Squad 2016 movie. I mean, yeah, if it shows up on Max, I'll watch it. Right, but (laughs) he's if you're sitting there, first of all, the Snyder cult is is just is just fucked. So. You see them shit. Did, did you see them shit in their pants because Zack Snyder su- is supporting Blue Beetle? <laughs> like before the strikes and stuff, he's like, "I can't wait to see it." Blah blah blah, and they're like, "Fuck you, Zack." Sorry, I cut you off. Continue. No, 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 no. I was saying like that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, because they're such man babies, <sighs> such man babies. So oh, lo- lo- can we, can we also talk uh, real quick aside about the fucking Patriots who are blasting the fucking U.S. national women's team? Uh, I thought they cared about women's sports. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's some We're kind patriots of patriots for our, but our national women's team lost, but because they're LGBTQ and she hates America oh, and she wants equal pay. What? what How dare she? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's just hilarious. No, uh, but um, so air. I don't think you're trying to go for that because I know you understand how awful the Snyder cult is, but maybe don't post shit like that because. Because it caused confusion. So right, when you and you're it, also like, what if and and if Gun didn't actually say that, you're out, dude. You're gone. I'll bet you anything. Gun will be like, I'm not working with him anymore. I, my guess would be if he did say that, I. It just doesn't seem like something like, hey, I'm going to tell you this, and by the way, it's cool to post it on social media. I seriously doubt it. Maybe it wasn't said, but I'm willing to bet that right I, I now, imagine, guns working well, under guess, kind of a thing of secrecy. Well, before the strike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kind uh, of a thing my, of secrecy. My, my like, thought could nothing... be that he's trying to talk to him and say, like... But he said... He, the way he said it was this move, like, this film, like, he made it seem like you're getting an A or cut. Like, you're getting the Snyder Cut treatment. But... I don't think James Gunn is going to do that. I think his yeah, why waste the resources? Because he he is so focused on having Superman Legacy be the new you know really start his his vision of what he sees for the future. And again, it 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 really annoy. I think what's really annoying is I I'm just sick of. Warner Brothers doing this shit, and I'm like, look, make a fucking version and just stick to it. You know who doesn't have movies that have multiple cuts? MCU. Fucking Marvel. Yeah. And I Nobody hate, has dude, it. Dude, I hate it. Like, I get novelty. I get, like, you know, if, if you want, like, a like the 25th anniversary Blu-ray or some shit like that or, like, a box set or things. I get that to a degree. But, like, Blade Runner, why the fuck are there seven cuts of that movie? Why? 
Why? Oh, yeah. It's irritating. It's, it, see, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, just let these people fucking tell the story they want to tell. And I understand things get cut. Scenes no, get cut. No, I don't know why there's seven, but I, I do know that it's but, kind of ridiculous. And here's the thing. Like, I, if I'm not mistaken, the voiceover was, was something... They that, added later, Well, right? the, the studio wanted it. Yes. Neither... Was it Ridley Scott? Uh, yeah, it was Ridley Scott. Neither Ridley nor Harrison they, wanted that. They were tell. like, it's going to fucking ruin the movie or Listen whatever. Listen to his VO. He's fucking bored as hell. Yes. And the first time I ever saw that movie was the original fucking movie cut, the studio cut. Yeah. And I remember just being like, this is... I mean, it, it kind of made sense. And it actually, when you watch like the Ridley Scott, the director's cut, the, I think it's called the definitive version... Because he kept trying to get the rights from the studio to do it the way he wanted to. And every time, if I'm not mistaken, every time he got something, he would release a cut. And I was like, you fucking idiot. So um, yeah. the definitive version is the one that he wanted the final, from the beginning. It's called right. the final cut. Is it? Or it's the definitive like version, I think. It was the final. The one that I watched on sure. Amazon before I saw Blade, uh, Blade Runner 2049, it was... The, it was called the final cut. Right, so it was like there, the defend. This is the movie there, that right. they were there's making. a there's a version that like Ridley Scott there's has no, made that is the way is such a and better there's movie. No, there's no now. Have had you ever seen it with the voiceover? Yes, I've seen it. Okay, I've seen both versions. Now, you did you see the the first time you saw it? Did you see it with the voiceover? Like yes. like me? Yeah. It 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 makes the movie way fucking different, doesn't it? Yeah. When you finally see the the version without the voiceover, it's like this is way more. De- this has way more depth, and, and I like that there's not somebody fucking spoon feeding me exposition while I'm watching shit happen. I'm it's, watching it's great visual storytelling. Oh my god, yes, right. When you're not hearing that fucking voiceover, and you're like, they're just going through fucking, and you're just like, and that's and that's what I loved about. Uh, for the 80s, the fucking and, special effects, and that's what's dude. so great about Blade Runner 2049. It's oh. these long, sweeping shots that oh. take their time. And uh, Why do you think I love directors like Villeneuve? Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Like, also, they, he did that with, with that one movie with uh, so Amy Adams. To wrap this, uh, to wrap this segment fine. up. What was it called? I don't know. <laughs> do you remember? What? The movie with Amy Adams and uh, Jeremy Renner that he did. Part of the Aliens. I'm gonna. I know it. You know what I'm talking about. The big old fucking pods, like hanging above the earth and shit. Mm-hmm. And they had to. And it. Did you? You saw it. I'm not gonna answer it because I don't remember. Anyway, uh, so to wrap this topic, up, don't even look it up. I, I don't fucking care up. about that movie. I don't give a movie. shit if you give a shit. I give no, a shit. No, because we're gonna waste more time. No, we're not. Keep going. So yeah, this sparked a rumor God. that DC was in fact going to release the Ayer cut. Ayer cut. Finally. But Ayer responded by saying, "Quote: Silly rumor, not true. You fucking spread the rumor. Yeah, you stupid fucking. Wow. Why are you coming at him so hot like that?" That was mean. Asshole. You dumb bitch. <laughs> what? It just it bugs. He's Canadian. Denis Villeneuve? Yeah. I think he was like. Denis of Venezuela? Mar- no, he's from Quebec. What did I say? I said something like that. Yeah, what the fuck the, did you just say? No, the reason I said that is because I, when I f- couldn't remember how to pronounce his name, I said something like Arrival. that. Arrival. Arrival. That's what it was. I totally remember. Anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. You remember this 
this movie. Yeah. This past fall, 2022. Very modest movie. Made on a very modest budget. Made by a pretty small indie studio. And the movie was called Black Adam. <laughs> and uh, famously, Black Adam. I think I remember seeing that at the art house for like a week. Yeah. Interesting movie. You know, they bear. It was such a weird career change for Dwayne the Rock Johnson to do an art house movie called it was, Black Adam. It was one of those movie theaters where you could get beer. Like just art. I feel house. like you can get them in like every movie theater. <clears throat> here's here's why but, that joke doesn't make any sense anymore. Ever since like uh what is it, Flicks? Like those brew houses. Yeah. Like now it's commonplace. Alamo Draft House. Now it's commonplace. But back in the day the Fleur Cinema, which is making a comeback, which is awesome. But the Fleur the whatever. Yeah, I'm just stop saying it like I know. <laughs> Remember? No. It's I the don't. art house movie. It's the movie uh, art whatever. Sure. Art house in, movie like theater an indie, in yeah. yeah, in in Des Moines or whatever. And uh it's uh that back in the day that was one way you could tell of, is it an indie movie theater. They yeah. serve beer. Ooh. <gasps> Anyway, uh, that's where I saw so that weird Black Adam movie. The, the Black Adam had the like biggest opening for the Rock's career. It made mo- I, like I, it made some money, but it didn't. You know, it wasn't a huge. Box it was supposed to be hit. a tentpole, dude. It was supposed to make a lot more money than it did, uh, especially given DC's that was late- last year, right? Last October, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, especially given uh, DC's current, yeah, it was October. Was it twenty one or twenty two? It was last year, because Shazam was this year, right? And it was anyway, like six anyway, months later. especially given how Any, anyway. Shazam two and the Flash have performed, and how Blue Beetle is not going to do well. This is the this is the last like decent amount of money made on a uh, on a movie for DC, uh, but still they decided to go in a different direction. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Rock was on Kevin Hart's Peacock talk show, Heart oh. to Heart. Not a bad show, honestly. Uh, so I wasn't saying that. I was saying, is he uh, talking shit? <laughs> no, I think he has an interesting response. So Kevin brought it up, asked him, you know, what happened with Black Adam, <laughs> and uh, here's a couple clips, a few clips. Uh, here's the first one from The Rock. I think that Black Adam got caught in a vortex of new leadership and at that time as we were creating black adam developing it shooting black adam we got knocked down a little bit for because of covid and the shutdowns got back up there was so many changes in leadership and as you know anytime you have a company but especially that size and magnitude mm-hmm. that's a publicly traded company mm-hmm. and you have all those changes in leadership you have people coming in who creatively fiscally are going to make decisions that you may not agree with philosophically mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think Black Adam was one of those movies that got caught in that web mm-hmm. of new leadership. And, you know, that will always be one of the um, one of the biggest mysteries, I think, not only for me and us on our end, but also throughout our business. So, uh, honestly, not a bad response. I, I do think Fair. I think what of what he's saying has some truth. I think with the announce because I don't remember. It was around this time that they announced James Gunn was taking over and c- creating DC Studios. It was around this because it was. Well, no, think think about it, it like close this. Close to this time. Think about it like this: He's starting with this movie, 
And again, for some reason, it was his idea not to be associated with Shazam, right? Yeah. So right off the bat, you're wrong, okay? So right off the bat, your project, sorry. But then you have somebody who's in charge of the DC thing, not James Gunn, telling you this is this and this and this and this. So uh, acting like a Kevin Feige. So saying like you have yeah, to Yeah, there's the, no figurehead. To... But you but there is somebody who's saying like you have to have these things in it to fit into the larger narrative, right? Yeah. Cuz they're still trying, right? I mean, most of it would be So they write a script and start things. doing fucking start doing shots and and test shots and doing all the stuff and storyboarding and they they start go through the process and then maybe James Gunn comes in and goes, "Hey, if you want to be a part of the larger thing, you know, just right off the bat, you got to change this, this, this and this." So yeah, that's probably really confusing and also doesn't make a good product. So yeah. I, we, we, we kid. Well, I'm talking like we know him. We kid, Listen, Dwayne, we're sorry. We kid you, Dwayne. <laughs> no, but, but, we, but we, do, we do take shots at Dwayne The Rock Johnson because honestly, like. Well, we're still going to. Yeah. Because you haven't heard everything he has to say. Oh. I think for the most part, he's very humble about the experience, and I think he's uh, he kind of should be. I, is and, what I'm saying, and, I, and I I do think that this did hurt his ego a little bit because he thought he had enough star power that he could lead a Black Adam movie, which is like again, how are you going to do an evil Shazam movie without Shazam being in it? But whatever. Uh, he continues. Oh no! See, I should have waited. Because that's a Kevin question. Mm -hmm. But that has that was a question out of Wall Street. That was a question out of Hollywood. That was mm -hmm. a question like, wait a second. All right, okay. You had the biggest opening of your career. Sure, no China. That could have been maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred more million dollars. Mm -hmm. um, you're establishing a new superhero. You want to grow out the franchise. You bring back Superman and Henry Cavill. The world went crazy, and also too. And you and I, you were texting me this on opening weekend. Is uh, we created a diverse superhero portfolio where we had just men and women of color mm -hmm. uh you know in black adam too as well so i will say i will give him credit mm -hmm. he is right the black adam does have a pretty diverse cast um but this is so i have feelings about this on one hand again i i think he has a point i think that he is being humble about the situation but then he has to slip his ego back in a little bit because then he <laughs> Then he says, like, you know, you got you asked that question, Kevin, but I thought Hollywood was asking that question. Wall Street was asking that question. Like, hey, this movie made all this money. Yeah, no China. That would have been a couple $200 million or whatever. But, like, he still has to, like, have a... and Why didn't they get China again? I don't remember. Because China was still, I think, in that time, was still doing, like, different COVID lockdowns or something like that. And they only allowed so many movies to come in and only oh, so... They could know. only go so many... So I don't fucking know. There was some reasoning for bullshit because there was some bullshit yeah fucking whatever man and i said what um <laughs> that's what the rock said when they said no shazam what? or no black adam too he, what? he looked at him and said what and there was that weird and then music they said, behind him yeah, yeah. and for some reason right when he said the word what there was that weird music behind him <laughs> doom -ba -da -doom. and then they ran away <laughs> all right so Again, I I, I want to be clear. Do, do. I I think most of what The Rock's saying, I I do think, because you and I had criticism of of him of how he dealt with, you know, some of the fail. And I don't even think that movie was that much of a failure to be honest. But 
how he handled some of the criticism, how he handled some of the box I office I don't really remember how it versus what now. happened in it, honestly. I remember... No, but it's a forgettable movie. I remember that Adam Smasher kept looking like a fucking doof. Yeah. Like, a lot. Okay, and Hawkman else? and Black Adam fought a lot. But here, yeah. here's where I'm like, God damn it. Like, come on, man. This is where I'm like, pump the brakes, right. Dwayne. D- Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it is, as business-minded people who are always, you and I, who are always thinking audience first, <sighs> yes, we look at and respect the bottom line economically, but also when you think about opportunity and creating opportunity and creating things that are fresh and delivering for the audience, which is our number one boss, um, when when that wasn't looked at through that lens, it makes things a little bit more challenging, mm-hmm. I think, for guys like you and I, where mm-hmm. you go, you sure you want to do this? But hey, at the end of the day, you know what it is? It's like new ownership coming in, buying an NFL team and going, all right, not my head coach, not my quarterback. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. how many times you won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Doesn't matter how many rings we got. <laughs> That's the part that made me Yeah. That's a great example. That's a great example. That's great. Yeah, Damn you guys it, both. Yikes. No, no that, hang, that hang point was great until he said the Super Bowl thing. I'm like, dude, it, it didn't make like a fucking billion dollars. Let's stop let's, asking. Let's, like, to let's act talk like about a couple so things. Like, you know. Now, the uh, Young Rock show, is that... Uh, it's canceled. But, but is that biographical? Did that all that shit happen or whatever? Yeah, I so mean... his dad it, was it, in the WWE? Yeah, and he's or? a second-generation wrestler. Right? Okay, okay. Well, his dad and his grandpa uh, were wrestlers. But Kevin Hart had to kind of come from his own, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't... You know. So, I mean, I respect... I, I respect Kevin Hart being the kind of guy who's like, hey, you know, you got to keep the, you know the positivity, you know, and things like that, because it probably helped him get to where he is and, you know, hard work and all that stuff. But Dwayne, you know, and that's fine that you are like, I worked hard, and he did. I'm not saying he didn't work hard. I'm not saying that. But, you know, there's a lot of problems out there, guys, like that are way worse than you guys not having a great box. Yeah, you don't get another Black Adam movie. And, no, and I'm pretty sure there's at least... Ten kids within a mile radius of here. I ha- I ha- haven't eaten properly. Why do you got to do that? Because it's probably the truth. I mean, it is. We're true. in it, Iowa. It is true, but it's like, come on, man. Kick I'm trying to have a fun it. fucking show. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I mean, no. I want to make it clear. Okay. I like. I've always. I liked him when he was the Rock. I like him now. I don't have any problem. I think he's very likable, and it's he's hard. He's a good guy. Yeah, I don't. But like not sometimes like his ego. Yes. Like this movie really took. I think took an ego you know hit but the problem i have with that that uh, example which i think was good until he said doesn't matter how many super bowls you want that's where i was like again it's his ego being like dude again you're <laughs> I don't he know has if a great I've attitude seen a dwayne the rock johnson movie you've seen yeah you saw black adam that's true <laughs> but before that but i do think he's right i named some of his I think a couple of factors worked against this movie, like we said. Mm. It's a Shazam villain without Shazam. Yeah. Um, the Rock, despite his charisma, I don't think people, I think people don't view him as a movie star as much as just another, he's, he's a brand. He's got he's got that energy drink, also, he's got his tequila, um, he's got all this other stuff. If you're, his trying to, if you're trying to do like a brand like with The Rock, you know, like Black Adam doesn't fit it at all. Like if he's trying to do so the brand that, I think he is. That doesn't fit it at all. Like well, I'm an, especially because it wasn't really an anti. I don't remember what it. Happened it didn't. In the movie. That didn't happen until like I don't remember what happened in the movie. 
the uh, Black Adam like redemption stuff didn't happen until later, like that, like in his his lore. Like I didn't come in yeah. until fifty two, and yes. then the new fi- like the fifty two event, and then the new fifty two is where they kind of started turning him more into they, an anti. They made him more of an anti hero, but they also made him way more violent and vicious, which yeah. was weird. Well, then he had ISIS and Osiris as like his Black Adam family. Remember, I remember that? What happened? No, I didn't read the new 52. I want to keep in mind that ISIS was before the realized, terrorist, oh, terrorist yeah. organization. No, there was a Saturday morning cartoon show that we watched called uh, ISIS and the... Archer. Something. The agency was called ISIS. And oh, they that had was to so... It. What did they change? No, they, that's why they went to the like the uh, yeah. CIA and stuff. All right. And they changed it to buttholes. All right, Tyler. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Okay. We're going to do it right all night. Tell me more about Jeez, it. I better go get another soda. Do you do the sound? Why are you getting a soda? So I can you not don't need die. a soda. Oh, you play the sounder. It's not gonna help you. you play the sounder, oh and I'm gonna God. go. Oh, play. great! Now the dog's taking out the play equipment. The I don't have it because I don't want to hear it from you. What's in my mouth? Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Said, hey, huh. What is that? <laughs> what is that? What's it taste like? I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. Tyler. Okay, so um, while I was in Chicago, I uh, saw this place called uh, the Beef Jerky Experience. And I spent like a good 10 minutes there just going around going like, oh, man, look at that shit. Um, <clears throat> but that's not what we have. What we have here is, I think I've actually seen it here, um, in Iowa now, maybe. Um, but I saw two flavors of Cheetos, one's crunchy and one's puffs and they're flaming hot and, uh, they're, uh, a little hot. Yeah. You got a smoky ghost pepper flavored puffs and uh, sweet Carolina Reaper. Somehow smoky and sweet don't sound like they should describe these two things. So we're going to start. Will you stop the, it? Uh, with the uh, smoky ghost pepper uh, puffs. Okay. Okay. So let's both take a breath. Take a breath. They don't Jesus, look they're right. Huge. They don't look right. Do they look they? like? Do you look like? They peppers? look like head crabs from Half Life Two. Don't they look like peppers? I'm gonna take two. Oh my god! They're supposed to look like peppers, right? I guess they I do know. look. No, like Cheers! Holy fuck! Whatever. They're good. They're hot, but they're good. It's not too hot, but it's hot. It's cooking. Leave those there. I'll eat them. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Big fan. So uh, remember, our rating scale is... Sorry, we need to turn that up. It's uh, this. Yes! Uh, if we don't like it, it's a much meaner one. You are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Gaina. It sticks with you. I, I will say that. It it it, <laughs> it's, it sticks with Let's you. Let's just say I'm going to have some nightmares tonight. You know what I'm talking about? 
It's it's like after nine o'clock and I'm eating spicy food. I'm gonna have some trouble. Can't lot, say I really relate. A lot of a lot of showing up to high school with just nothing but my underwear. You know what I'm saying? That actually happened. Ow! Gosh, my Next. dog just clawed my foot. Ow! Next up is the. God, that's still kicking my ass. Yeah, it's, it tingles in your mouth after a while. Oh. It's I like it. Yeah, you're an ass. Makes me feel alive. <laughs> Next up is the flaming hot sweet Carolina Reaper uh, mm. Cheetos. Smells like Smell Cheetos. It. Woo! I'm gonna take one. Just one. These are the crunchy ones. Yeah, I like crunchy. The ghost pepper ones. I'm gonna look take like two of peppers. these. I'm gonna take two of these. Oh, I like that they look oh, like a little tough guy. <laughs> These are going to kill me. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Those are good. They're not as hot as the hot uh, the ghost pepper ones, but they're not bad. No. My, my tongue is alive. Ha! Tingly. I'm going to kick myself in the face because it's so damn hot. Kick What? Now, what are you doing now? Is that a bag of popcorn? Yeah, it's uh What Chicago, kind of popcorn? Chicago oh, by the way. Pizza. Both uh both of the Cheetos. Yeah. Yes! From me. What about you, Tyler? Yes! Right. Now he's eating ch- fucking Chicago flavored popcorn. Chicago pizza flavored popcorn. That's what I got from the beef jerky experience. Why are <sighs> from the beef jerky experience? I also got Nashville hot beef jerky. Which we're also going to have right now. No. Who wants to start the long box? Nobody does. <laughs> Just a little ASMR sec- segment mm. out of the show. Pizza flavored popcorn. <laughs> Beef jerky make me. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's a long box. Who wants to start? Well, I don't know where to go, Tyler. I'll start. No. So. uh, (laughs) What's your long box today? My long box is, um, as you know. My tongue is tingling right now. My tongue feels like a bunch of Smurfs jizzed on it. Spit take. Ugh. Sometimes I'm about to say something and then I'm like, don't finish it. But then I realize that Jake's about to start laughing uncontrollably and there's nothing I mo- love more in the world than making Jake laugh. You could kill me. I could have choked. I would have d- Heimlich to you. <laughs> I would have Heimlich to you all night long. Can <laughs> I take a drink, please? <sighs> anyway. So, uh, my car got hacked and... Um, since then, I've got a new card, and and I, I like that most of these subscription based things are based off the card, not the account, because like your Gmail or something, right? Um, or your bank account, you know what I mean? So when shit comes out, it's out of the card, and if that card is shut down, which my old one is, I'm getting all these emails like, "Hey man, you know what? <laughs> we uh, it isn't working. Uh, where's our money? Just wondering if you still want the service, you know? It's like I don't want to fucking break your legs, but I will." <laughs> Those kind of emails. 
And yeah, well, I mean, it, it's nothing more than um, alert payment uh, for yeah, whatever yeah. has failed. Da 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 da. They're not that aggressive, but no, but you get like you get a couple we will try again like, in five yeah. days. You Listen know, here, like, bitch, we're getting your money back, and that's fine. You know, go ahead, and I should just cancel these, but whatever. Um, the point is, is that I let everything lapse, so now I'm really, really thinking like, what do I want to get back? And meantime, I've been watching Roku channel, uh, which is. Jesus Come on, we- <laughs> wow, these fucking reapers, man. <laughs> you do not burp on Mike. I'm C- sorry, Cardinal it's these fucking of- ghost pepper reaper motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yeah. They're kicking my ass. It's the Smurf Jizz Cheetos. All right. Wow. Well, what a promotion. <laughs> God damn it. This is the Smurfiest. <sighs> we need to stop. With the Smurf, so stuff. Roku, um, w- which is one of those channels <laughs> that you can find like some really cool shit. I actually found this movie Quick Change, uh, with Bill Murray, which I'll talk about next week on my long box. Okay, but this week, <laughs> you're like, will you fucking say it? This week it's Black Sheep with Chris Farley, love it, and David Spade. Now, I remember when this movie came out, and Tommy Boy is a legitimately good movie. I think I've talked on air. About, like, how good, like, you know, when they all, you know, c- are congregate to, like, see, you know, if, if his dad's okay. And then they come away and it, they're at his yeah. funeral. You know what I mean? There's emotional um, beats. Well, it's a good movie. But then I told you about, like, how in the beginning the girl, the, the love interest, says uh, talks about her brother being a cop. Yeah. And when she sees the, the people, like, being all fake and making out at the airport, she goes, I need to speak to Dwayne Brock, please. Yeah. Because that's her brother. It comes back, what? right? Call back. No, but yeah. it's a good, it's a good movie, movie yeah. right? Black Sheep <laughs> came out, and everybody, you got to you gotta understand that this was right after basically Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Well, a it, double shot from Adam Sandler that are both solid fucking movies. Also, also. I know Roger Ebert's spinning in his grave with me saying that they're solid movies. Well, it's because Paramount and uh, Lorne Michaels have been working together for a long time because at, at this point they'd already also had two Wayne's World movies. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying like Wayne's these were World. the first SNL movies. No, but I'm saying no, like... No, but that's what I mean. Like, so for to a have... box office draw from SNL, you know, Sandler had just done the double top, right? Yeah. But that's and, what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah with Mike Myers and, and Sandler, like they sure. were doing that. Yeah, yeah. and Mike Myers, yeah, exactly. And then Chris so, Farley had Tommy and David Spade had Tommy Boy. So the thing is... So this is, is their follow-up. Right. But here's the first thing about the movie that makes no sense. I don't know who decided on who the two guys' names would be. Uh, Spar- uh, I almost said Sparley and Fade. <laughs> Farley and Spade. Sounds like a fucking football play. Sparley All and right, Fade. we need Spider 2. <laughs> Sparley, Sparley Fade, fade on one on one. Cheese dicks. Okay. Why do you... Why? <laughs> why why now, is it always penises? No, I think it's uh, I th- Chris Farley's character is named Mike, and I think David Spade's character is named Steve. I don't know. And I don't remember. No, the no, names. I do. But I'm saying, like, I don't. Those names don't work for those guys. I don't see Chris Farley as a Mike, and definitely not in this movie. And it is right off the bat, their characters are named poorly. And then the other thing is, is. It's 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 edited together poorly. It's just it's it's a piss poor follow up to a legitimately good movie in Tommy Boy, and they were trying to get lightning in a bottle again. I disagree. 
I enjoy Black Sheep. Black Sheep is not. Watch it again, dude. It's not a good movie. That's what I'm saying. But you, I, is it entertaining at it's, parts? It's 90, yes. It's 90s bad. Sure, but yeah, exactly. Like the first like 30 minutes of the movie is him trying to deal with his brother and his brother trying to like keep him away and and. Uh, yeah. uh, I almost said Sparley and Fade again. <laughs> David Spade. Sparley, Fade, Banana, David Spade, Spider 2. David what? Spade. <laughs> figuring out, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then they go to the cabin, God. and then that's the next half hour. So much comedy in that half hour. What? So it's terrible. Comedy. It's amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is the worst. Oh, my God. When he's it's rolling not even down funny. the hill. No. Oh my okay, actually, that what part the is hell hilarious. Was that, that part, yeah, that part is hilarious. <laughs> but then he also pulls out the thing and puts it in the mailbox. Yeah, because he's working on voters. What about the part where the bunk falls? Come on, there's some. The okay, the part me. where the kids drive up and spray him with a fucking fire extinguisher, and then he's like, "Oh, at least you didn't shove it up my butt." And then they drive like it's implied that they're gonna chase him and do it. Okay, yeah. it's poorly edited together, like really bad, right? It doesn't make sense. And then later on, they show Spade, and he's got a bunch of fucking uh, uh, fire extinguisher shit on his ass, implying that these kids forcibly shoved up a wow. fucking fire extinguisher and shot a bunch of shit in his butthole. But maybe just on his pants. I don't know. But the point yeah, is, is like, it's poorly know. done, and the humor is not very funny to me. I'm not saying everything works, I'm, but but I'm saying you know, the I cabin stuff. I don't. When I think of that movie, I think of the cabin shit, and I that is the part that I like the most. Well, I'm glad that you like that movie. The but bat, this is my long dude. Box. When the bat flies oh in, are you fucking kidding uh, me? I'll float it in here into the refrigerator. That's moths, you dumbass. <laughs> no, it's bowl not of chocolate that funny. pudding in my underpants. <laughs> It's not that funny. Hey, you know what? And you know what? You know you what? You can also tell that he's pretty much high throughout the entire movie. Well, yeah. It's bad. He have wasn't in Tommy have Boy. You, hey, this is the beauty of comedy. I enjoy it. You don't. Uh, you know that all of you are saying perfectly fine, perfectly valid. But I enjoy that movie. Also, uh, um, also, uh, I'm going to talk just as much during your long box. Oh fuck Fucking off, dickhead. Fuck you. I think you interrupt me way more than I interrupt you on these segments. True. Um, <laughs> but here, here's one thing I will I give. We're having a spirited debate. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I, don't, I don't care that much. Yeah, we're just uh, shit bullshit. But um, uh, one thing I will give Tommy or Black Sheep uh, credit for is the moment when he gets kicked out of the um the rec center, right? Because the governor, the current governor, like kicks him off, kicks him or has him fired because they're trying to get him to yeah. screw up and make Tim Matheson look bad because he's ahead of her in the polls, yeah. right? That's generally the plot of the movie, is that they're trying to get Mike, who is a general screw-up, to basically be himself, right? Um, yeah, anyway. Um, he <laughs> just gets kicked off, or he kicks out, and he's like, you know, can I have a moment to get all my stuff together? And one thing that a lot of people said about Farley, like a lot of comedians uh, of his size, like Belushi, Candy... All of them, all three of them and others, all want to do... They don't want to always be the, the funny fat guy. Yeah. They want to do drama. They want to spread their wings, right? And it's 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 noted that Belushi did do drama. Candy did do drama. And Farley has this moment where he's, like, tearing up, looking at all the stuff on the walls. And it's actually really poignant. And you can tell, you're like, this is really... This is him, like 
doing his thing and saying, like, hey, I can do this, too. Yeah. That's the only thing I will give that piece of turd movie credit for. Kill Whitey. Also. What a scene. Oh, <laughs> also, I didn't make it through the whole movie, so I haven't gotten to that part. But oh, almost here. Fuck he- you, then. But almost here. What I did- about the part when they got pulled over because of high on nitrous? Oh, my God. The Roads. Yes, yes, that's okay. Whatever. It's me off, Jack. Jack me off. Come on, there's some fight. There's some good bits in this. I'm movie. aware. <laughs> um. Uh, also, uh, almost heroes. His last movie, uh, is it's, again shitty movie, but I love it. I love it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's so. It's a train wreck. It's just it's so entertaining to Have me. Have you ever watched Wagons East? How insane that movie was. Have you seen Wagons no. East? That's Candy's last movie. And let me just tell you, that's a fucking insane like train wreck in terms of like editing and shit. It makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's parts where it's snowing, and the next day it's like sunny and beautiful, and it's like, what's like, going on I, here? I liked pretty much every movie Chris Farley was the star of. I even liked Beverly Hills Ninja. I know you did, you fuck. And it's a terrible movie. Ah, uh, why? Holy Shinto. <laughs> Gay, that gay. I will say, R.I.P. Once again, Miss Farley. His his story is so fucking tragic. It, it really yeah. is. All oh, right. and his two brothers are in a uh, black sheep when he tries to be the security guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the security guard. I need you to move out of this vector. <laughs> get into a different quadrant. His bugs just crashed into my windshield, man. It's like can't stop. Don't want to ice. I will defend that movie. I don't give a shit. All right, now my turn. <laughs> and you can talk as much as you want. You piss on it. <laughs> dangle, dangle, dangle. No, I actually... Wieners. I enjoyed that because you and I usually have the same taste in movies, so it was nice to have a conversation now, about a movie oh, that we don't no, necessarily no, hang agree on. on. Hang on, Before you move on to yours, I just want to make it clear. Like, I don't hate Black Sheep, but... I don't know, man. Dude, I'm sorry, but <laughs> if... If you compare Black Sheep and and Tommy yeah, Boy, Tommy which Tommy Boy's a better movie, no doubt. I know, and you don't really want to compare them, but they're they're supposed to basically be the follow up to each other. You know, they're, the ones that follow like up. To, a, right, Black Sheep is a spiritual sequel to or spiritual kind of, successor or whatever. Right, word yeah. You want to use. If that, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that's why it's so disappointing because it's like if 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 that's the way you were gonna go with Tommy Boy, like that. Gary route, Busey's in Black Sheep. That's true. <laughs> That's you can't beat that. I mean, he does I just is... lose his car nice. running away from Gary Busey in the beginning. All right, so uh, my uh, my long box is um, a show on FX, and it's also on Hulu. Uh, just this is another show that um, I didn't expect to binge through because, as you know, I. I Talked about how my wife and I, we like, we're at this point where like a lot of the shows we liked have ended. So then we find a new show and then we latch onto it and then we like binge it. And then, cause we're, there's only two seasons of it and we're, I think we're like halfway through the second season of The Bear is the show. Um, is it, it's coming back or no? I'm is sure it is. I, I, well, who knows with the strike and stuff. Oh, right, right. right. Um, but, the first season is eight episodes, and I think the second is eight. It might be ten, but I'm pretty sure it's like eight. But um, 
Good review so far. <laughs> no, Jack no. Well, that's why it's so easy to binge because there aren't a t- <laughs> there aren't a ton of episodes. That's why. Um, but what I like about it is so like this whole plot is there's um this guy named Carmen. He is a really good chef. He worked at some of the best restaurants in the world. He inherits his brother's old um shop called the Original Beef Sandwich or the Original Beef in Chicago Land or whatever. And he always wanted to work there. He always wanted to work with his brother, but he never let him work there or whatever. So, like, it was a big deal that he got this restaurant when his brother... And his brother um, commits suicide. Like, you don't see that on the show, but that's why he's he's gone in this story. Hmm. And, like, you... And it's John Barenthal, so you see him in, like, flashbacks uh, at certain points. Um, But, like, it, there's, it's such a interesting show because it's 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 such different storytelling than I'm used to with the TV shows that I watch. Like it feels like it was shot like a movie where it was all shot in these, there's some long shots with no dialogue. There's long montages with just music and like, it just feels like, and it's shot in like a widescreen format. So it just feels like you're watching these, like didn't feel like episodes just feel like a part of this longer narrative, this longer movie. Mm-hmm. And season two, where I am now as well, is it's kind of like that, and it's just it's just a solidly written show. Like the dialogue is funny and witty, but it's also believable, and it like and like some of the choices it makes are like such a bold thing. And like they'll completely change a, a style for like I'm not gonna spoil anything in case you do eventually watch it, um, but at the, in the season finale, you don't fuck with me. <laughs> There's a whole Beats segment. Beats time, motherfucker. <laughs> There's a whole... Uh, s- the episode starts with a whole segment of him, the main character, Carmen, doing like one of those like uh, pay-per-view, pro- uh, like our paid programming, like, set it and forget it, you know, like fucking made on from TV. Mm. He's doing that, and then the crowd's applauding, it, uh, applauding and everything, and he gets ready to cook, and then like all the items in the kitchen start disappearing, and he's like, hey, guys... What's happening? I keep losing my stuff. Oh, before that, he's like, oh, yeah, I inherited this restaurant from my brother who fucking put a bullet in his head and left his brother, you know, like he was like lashing out about his, his brother. And then it showed in the next scene and like and then he wakes up out of the nightmare because it was the thing was burning down. What's going to happen to me after these Cheetos? <laughs> Pretty much. It's what happened to your butthole. Um, <laughs> um, and then he wakes up and then goes to a, a, a meeting. um and he talks about his brother's drug addiction and like goes on this really long monologue. And this is what's so interesting about it and what how I just love and why we need to pay these fucking writers and where we are in TV cuz it's like we are so spoiled with such good TV shows. And like this monologue that he goes on is literally just a and this is what's so good. This is when you know you have good writing and good direction and good actors where you can set a camera on someone and they just talk and it's compelling and his whole monologue is heartbreaking and brilliant, and it's acted perfectly. <clears throat> Sorry, I was going to cough. I wasn't cracking because I was about to cry. But very good movie. You, or very good show. You know what happens Can't lot? recommend it enough. You know, you know uh, what what show that happens in a lot? Barry? The Wire. <coughs> also, Barry's Excuse a great me. binge because it's, you know, 30-minute episodes. No, I should watch Barry because it's, yeah, like I said, 30-minute episodes. What's wrong with you? I don't know. It's funny as hell. You're funny as hell. You know what? Ew. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do that, and then we'll do a Barry podcast. How's that? Off panel, off Barry. <laughs> what are you doing to Barry? I'm getting... 
So I'll leave you the ghost pepper <coughs> puffs, me. but I'm taking the squeeze. No, you son of a bitch. You're taking none of it. <laughs> you, you will leave my home with nothing. Or nothing. I, or I will. What? You'll what? You'll. So what's going on? We got a lot going on next week, don't we? Like what? No idea, actually. Uh, we're bringing back an se- old segment, edited for TV. Mm. Remember that? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do another? You know what we should do? Well, here's the thing. I'm realizing. What am I doing this? You're keeping these. Yeah, yeah give me my fucking chips, you bastard. Fucking cheater stealing bastard. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you want some of these? Okay, so what are we talking about? I was just saying that next week we could also bring back Robocop Palooza, or we'll, do, we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll get a do the Pride of X Men for you since you want to do that. Yeah, you son of a bitch! Wow, drawn to Marvel. That's the episode. I said, hey, what's going now? Stop shop. eating the foot on the mic! You so- mm. just. <coughs> Just once. Just once. Professionalism. No. Put your pants back on. Well, it's hot in here. <laughs> There's not going to be a better <laughs> ending than that. <laughs> oh, Pale Off Chopping with Jake and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>